0: Gentlemen, and welcome in to tonight's broadcast in the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week and the Everton Orthodontics pregame show. I've Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel as tonight the Alcoa Tornadoes host the Cavaliers of Cookville High School in a matchup that should be a good one. A beautiful night for football, and excited to be back home, Scott.
1: Oh, definitely, Heath. Just to be back here at the confines back at Alcoa enjoying the view here that we have and um, maybe less stressful than what we had last week with uh,
0: West. Absolutely. Bill Bailey Stadium in Goddard Field and Scott not only will the Tornadoes be here tonight but they will be here for the rest of the regular season and as long as everything goes according to plan Alcoa should be here as well for a majority of the playoffs.
1: That would be real nice. That's um. Probably, I guess we got a blessed year this year, being able to only travel three times. One of those travel games was canceled due to COVID. That was to Pigeon Forge earlier this year. However, um, so only two travels that we made, Northview and to West. We're back to the friendly confines here in Alcoa and can enjoy home, home field for quite a while now.
0: Absolutely. And you know, Scott, last week Alcoa on the road, and in Knoxville as they were playing Knoxville West in a thrilling matchup on a Thursday night. Had Friday off last week and got to enjoy the weekend, and we needed that extra day as that game was exhausting.
1: It was double overtime game, in Alcoa coming out on top 21-20 to uh, thanks to a blocked extra point by the Alcoa defense, and then Alcoa able to make a fantastic play there at the end to uh, get the touchdown and the extra point and take home the victory
0: absolutely yeah great play called by coach Sweetland as caden buckles rolled out to the right with the team shifted everyone that way and just kind of out of nowhere elijah cannon slips into the flats on the left side and caden throws across the field to a wide open cannon who waltzes into the end zone but then that wasn't the only thing the extra point like you said had to be made at that point or we would have gone into a triple But thanks to Bacon Louderback, the extra point was up and doing, and Alcoa survived. A tough night, though, Scott. You know, not only difficult to to get a lot going for this offense, it took a little while to really start going. Didn't score until right before the end of the second quarter, um, but penalties were the name of the game.
1: Right, Heath. Alcoa, 16 penalties for 154 yards. As you mentioned, Alcoa getting going about every time, especially in that third period, every time Alcoa would get something going, there was, a, you'd see a yellow hanky laying on the turf, and um, even one time the referee walking by the um, huddle with Alcoa and then drops a flag there, and it's just, you know, what what was going on here, but a really tough night, Alcoa overcame that and was able to, again, eke out the victory against West.
0: Well, luckily, Alcoa comes away with the win, gets to come back home, and now they face Cookville, Scott, a team that has struggled a little bit this season um, but but trying to get back on track. But it's going to be hard to do so against a team like Alcoa tonight.
1: Yes, very much so. Um, They played some good teams, and they played Upperman, Livingston, Lebanon, White County, Warren County, and Gallatin. Um, Their only victory coming against Livingston, Livingston back on August 27th Um, we're all too familiar with Upperman having faced them a couple of years ago but all very good teams here you know kind of reminds me a little bit I think from what I've looked at Cookville maybe reminds me a little bit of William Blunt. they've got some talent they're just not quite there.
0: Yeah just don't have a full team and trying to kind of put that together can be hard at times for some of these teams as Kofel comes in 1-5, 0-2 in region play. Scott averaging 16 points a game but allowing 23. Right. So that's certainly not a recipe for success.
1: No, not at all. They've got some good players. They've got a really good quarterback. And um, just need to get some players to go along with what he's doing and um, be able to hang on. It makes some good plays for them as well. That's Mace Thompson. He's played six games, 73 completions out of 117 attempts, only three interceptions and six touchdowns. So he's averaging per game about 100, just under 150 yards um, per game. So, you know, he's he's giving them stuff out there. You just got to got to mix it in with the rest of the players
0: yeah absolutely and uh, a great ball coach and coach jimmy maynard he's been doing this for a long time 42 years overall as a high school football coach 31 as a head football coach and we'll talk a little bit more about coach maynard later on in the broadcast but right now scott we're going to take a quick break and in just a moment i'm going to have dan the man on the headset here with me the intern here with Two high Sports is we're going to talk to him a little bit about the matchup between Alcoa and Cookville tonight. As he's had some time this week to study up on Cookville, we're going to get his thoughts and his score prediction in just a moment. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week on 100.9 WKVL. We'll be right back.
2: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price
3: Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
4: Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
5: Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Mariville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes 125 point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So, if you're in the market for a quality pre owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com.
6: Welcome back in
0: on the Everteen Orthodontics pre Show. I'm Heath Dunkel, and with me now on the headset, Dan, the man, the intern here with Two Hype Sports. Dan, how you doing, bud? I'm
7: doing great, Heath.
0: Awesome. A good week of school? Yes. Excellent. As Dan is going to the University of Tennessee, a journalism and electronic media major. Uh, Man after my own heart is that's what I did as well at UT so super excited for him as he continues his journey there only a sophomore so a lot to learn but doing great so far And we're certainly blessed to have him on our team now Dan uh speaking of teams let's talk a little bit about one of the teams here tonight cookville as you had a chance to kind of do a little research on them throughout the week why don't you tell us about them
7: yes cookville is not really a team it sees every year in fact this is their first meeting between the two so that's interesting but coming into this game with a one and five record they have a well-balanced offense and a good defense so on offense, it starts with their playmaker, like most teams, their best player is their quarterback, Mace Thompson. Six foot, 215, and with around a 62% completion percentage, with as well as six passing touchdowns, 895 passing yards, also 72 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. On defense, this team, they play hard, and they come into this game with six forced fumbles and five fumble recoveries. Another thing to note, is they have two blocked punts, and they actually return one for a touchdown against their win against Livingston Academy. But this, but the defensive play is probably due to the fact that, the, that their head coach, Jimmy Maynard, is not only a defensive-minded coach, but he was a really good co- defensive-minded coach working with Gary Rankin at Riverdale.
0: Absolutely. You bring up a great point, Coach Maynard. As I mentioned earlier in the pregame show, 42 years overall as a high school football coach. 31 of those as a head coach. But yeah, prior to being a head coach here, he's had quite the journey. Maynard, a three-sport athlete at Livingston Academy, went on to play quarterback collegiately at Tennessee Tech University. After graduating in 1979, Maynard joined the White County coaching staff as an assistant and it didn't take long for them to realize how good of a coach he was, as after only a few years he was named the head coach of White County, and six years later He decided to leave there to join Gary Rankin's staff, so he gave up a head coaching job to be a part of a staff with Coach Gary Rankin. Says a lot about Coach Rankin and and how talented he is, but joined him at Riverdale, became the defensive coordinator there, did a phenomenal job, helped win a state title with Coach Rankin. So had some time and experience as a defensive coordinator with Coach. And then after that, Maynard went back to head coaching in 95 for the Bees of Upperman High School. Did that for four years before coming here to Cookville, and he's been at Cookville ever since. So has had quite the journey, Dan. Um, Has learned from a few great coaches, as we just mentioned a minute ago, and has had some success throughout the journey. And now he's trying to do the same with the Cavaliers of Cookville and get them back on track.
7: Well, you're absolutely right, Heath, and coming into this game, even though they played hard throughout the season and their record you know, may not show how well they actually did play, they played really hard on defense, and they've been really balanced on the offense, but they will have a really tough time tonight here against the Alcoa Tornadoes. Watching the film on both teams, Alcoa is not only faster, they're more powerful, they're more talented, and they have a lot more depth on their team. So tonight I have the Tornadoes getting a big victory here over the Cavaliers 56 to 7. I think that Cookville will not be able to handle Alcoa's talent and depth and it will be a you know a big win here for the Tornadoes.
0: So 56 to 7 is your score prediction. Yes sir. All right. I got to figure out one for myself now. That's a that's a pretty <laughs> good one. I think I definitely think Alcoa has a chance to really Uh, get a big-time victory tonight after a tough battle with West. Uh, They were worked hard this week. Coach Rankin was asked what practice looked like this week or earlier um, throughout the the week, and Coach Rankin said it looked like a cross-country meet as he was running his boys ragged, probably trying to help them and remind them that penalties aren't a good thing and get them to get away from those and prepare them for the rest of the season. we still got a ways to go. It's gone by pretty fast, only four games left of the regular season, but the playoffs – are still another season in itself and we're looking forward to hopefully going throughout those and getting another state title so um, 56 to 7 from dan i am going to say 45 to 10. 45 to 10 is my prediction for alcoa versus cookville tonight i got a tidbit from uh, coach donnie moore who does the pa announcing here in alcoa and he said look out for number 98 of cookville he said he can't boot the ball he's a punter and a kicker for them uh, he's a really solid punter, so that may be a benefit for Cookfull pinning Alcoa deep. is um, still probably going to be able to move the football successfully, but I'm sure that helps them in a lot of other football games. So great prediction by Dan, and uh, you heard it here first. We'll see if it comes true. Um, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. It looks like the band is setting up to potentially go out and do the National Anthem, so if you do have an extended break, that's why. But if not, we'll be back in about two to three minutes. You're listening to the Everton Orthodontics pre-game show here on 100.9 WKVL. We'll be right back.
2: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
8: I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch, paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
9: We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com.
10: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
11: That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your ax
6: on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles... What we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
0: pregame show in the twin Cities certified in maryville game of the week i'm heath dunkel alongside scott dunkel as uh we may have to take a break in a minute for the national anthem but right now the band is still waiting for that to occur so while they wait we'll continue as uh we bring scott back in we had dan the man on a minute ago talking about cookville he did a wonderful job and uh scott um we talked about Alcoa. We've talked a little bit about Cookville. But before we get into this game, we've got a couple other games of interest uh, throughout the county. Uh, as a greenback might be off, but Heritage, William Blunt, and Maryville all play tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely some um, tough matchups. Heritage losing to Seymour last week takes on a very tough West team that I'm sure is hungry to get the taste of Alcoa out of their mouth after last week. <laughs> William Blunt... Um, Travels to Westridge.
0: Yeah, they'll host Westridge. All teams are in county tonight. Oh, okay, good, good.
1: (laughs) But Westridge, a new school um, from Upper East Tennessee that they created. So, And I believe those were from the Sullivan County schools. Okay. So I believe that's where Westridge is located. And then Maryville taking on Cleveland, a good team coming out from... Uh, towards the Chattanooga area, always a good battle with Maryville.
0: Absolutely, and Maryville still undefeated, 6-0. Big time win last week against Science Hill, 41-17. to And as you mentioned, host Cleveland William Blunt lost last week to Sevier County, 21-28 to in a very close ball game. William Blunt, one and five, looking to try to get another win. Heritage is the only county team with no wins so far this season. And um, as a former alum, and as Trevor can attest to as well, and Marty. Certainly would love to see them get a win. But it's probably going to be hard against the number one team in five eight football, the West Rebels.
1: Right, exactly, Heath. And then looking over for our region of, um, group, I guess you could say, or yeah. other opponents. You know, Gallenberg-Pittman getting the nine off after beating, I believe that was Cusa or Cosa or Christian out of Alabama yesterday, or last week. And then Pigeon Forge beating Scott County last week. Taking on Northview Academy, Union County taking on Austin East. I think that should be a really good game. Uh, they lost to Granger County last week. And as I've already mentioned, Northview and um, Austin East. So it looks like a full night of uh, regional play tonight as well, except for Alcoa.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll keep you updated later on in tonight's ball game on how those scores are going. But right now, as the Fans all stand up and remove their caps. We get ready for the National Anthem. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes
3: Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
12: CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
3: 100% certified organic full
13: spectrum.
12: CBD American Shaman.
13: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
12: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee.
13: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD.
12: Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. Evaluated by the FDA. Guaranteed to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent
13: disease.
11: Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blount County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did.
3: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O, com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction, we build trust.
10: This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM. Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. El himador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Hemador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040, and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
2: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
3: or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
4: Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
5: Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com.
0: All right, welcome back to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel, and ladies and gentlemen, we have got a tornado warning over the loudspeaker tonight as the Tornadoes host the Cavaliers of Cookville High School. Alcoa comes into this ball game after an impressive win last week against West 21-20 to in double overtime while Cookville comes into this game after a tough loss to Gallatin 12-28. to Cookville has lost four in a row and that doesn't look to change tonight as the Tornadoes have been Rolling Scott, other than their loss to Maribel. an impressive season so far for this team as they are averaging 41 points a game and only allowing 15. As for Cookville, right now they're averaging 16 points a game and allowing 23. So not a recipe for success and going to be difficult for them tonight. But right now they just finished the coin toss a moment ago. Your captains tonight for Alcoa was Cody Birchfield, Derek Foster, uh, Salt Itty Salter, and Major Newman. Now, Cokeville won the toss. They deferred, and Alcoa will receive to start this ball game. And, Scotts, you have to imagine, they may have won last week, but the way that game went down and with all the penalties, it still kind of left a bad taste in their mouth.
1: It did, Ethan. Hopefully, they worked a lot on cleaning those things up, a lot of holding penalties and um, a few... Kind of mysterious penalties, I'd say, in timing and so forth. But
0: however, they still were called. Alcoa is going to have to definitely take care of business this time. We'll, we'll see if they can, and we certainly have faith in them. Is back to receive. Got a couple guys back there waiting for the football. As it looks like number eighteen, Brennan Dugan. Number number uh, four, Jamal Williams, and number eight, Isaiah Bryant, back awaiting the kickoff. And Kicking off for the Cavaliers tonight, number 98, Andy Crockett, the 6-foot, 175-pound senior kicker slash punter. You'll be seeing him a lot tonight, and from what we hear, he is the real deal. As he gets this one booted off, and it looks like Dugan is going to be able to get it around the 10. He'll cut to the left side of the field, go all the way across the field. He's got some good blocking, misses one. Finally gets tackled at the 25-yard line by number 6. Brock Owen, the 6-foot, 180-pound defensive back, and that is where the Tornadoes will begin tonight in their first offensive drive.
1: Yeah, good, good run or return back there, Heath. I got got about, about 14 yards on that. Um, Looks like he kind of tried to go through a little bit of
0: traffic, see if he could split the defense, and just got caught. Absolutely, and so now... The Alcoa offense led by senior quarterback Caden Buckles, 6'2", 215 pounds, 764 yards passing with nine touchdowns and three interceptions. And they'll give it off to Major Newman. Major Newman breaks one tackle, looks to evade another, and a host of Cavaliers get there quickly, but not before Major Newman picks up around eight. Good run by Newman. Pardon me, right
1: there. Uh, Good yardage to start with. It looks like they're – Take that back. Another flag. <laughs>
0: well, are, are we still at the West game? Um, face mask. First face flag mask. of the night. And Scott, I've got some good news for you. It's it's on cook full. Uh, so you can certainly tell we're not in Knoxville anymore. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, the first penalty of the night will be on the Cavaliers, a face mask that will move Alcoa in the right direction is now. They are at the 49-yard line. So a uh, lot of... Uh, yardage that time on the first play for Alcoa and they'll certainly take it as now it is first and ten at the 49 and Caden Buckles in the shotgun formation and it looks like in the backfield with him, I believe that's streak Foster, he fakes to him and turns on a wide right receiver screen to Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams tries to shift around one, unable to miss the second defender and a good read by this Cavalier defense as he goes nowhere, gets taken down right back at the line of scrimmage So 2nd and 10 for Alcoa. And Buckles goes back to the huddle to talk to his team. And uh, we'll take a look here as he will get them back and lined up. And in the backfield, looks like they're going to go to a Wildcat formation. Scott is Major Newman at quarterback with Reed Foster. And Buckles lines up as the receiver to the left. Newman gets it. He'll take off to the right. He'll decide to cut off the middle. And a good read. Has nothing doing outside, and he just decided, decided to jump through the guard and the tackle right in between them and slip through, and about six yards on the play.
1: Very good run by Newman right there, Heath, and um, getting into opponent territory at least, getting off the Alcoa side. But
0: um, their defense is playing pretty good so far. So third and four for the Tornadoes. First drive for Alcoa, 9.58 left to go here in the first. It's 0 to zero. Buckles gets a snap. He'll turn. He'll hand it off up the middle to Eddie Salter and Scott nowhere to go for Salter. It's going to bring up fourth and four and it looks like on the first drive for the Tornadoes they're going to be forced to punt the football.
1: Yeah looks like um, Kukla's got some really good sized players up front. A good defensive front right there and, and they've been able to stop Alcoa. Alcoa's not getting a good push off the line at the moment.
0: Well, nice job by Cookwell, and we mentioned it in the pregame show. Head coach Jimmy Maynard of the Cavaliers used to be a defensive coordinator, also used to be a defensive coordinator under head coach Gary Rankin, so he knows a little bit about how Rankin operates as well. So that probably helps as they'll get the ball punted off. And that ball takes a nice tornado roll and finally gets taken down at the 6. So nicely done and a good punt by Colby Bledsoe. And that is where Cookville will start their first offensive drive, see if they can get something going here. 9 2 left to go in the first quarter, 0-0. Alcoa was just stopped on their first offensive drive, and now Cookville gets an opportunity. Leading the Cavaliers, number three, Mace Thompson, the six foot 215 pound junior quarterback. And the shotgun, he'll turn and he'll hand off the football. And with a little room to run, but not much that time, they hand off to, I believe that's number eight, Jordan Burris, around the right side of two tornadoes. Quickly sandwich him in and bring him to the turf after a gain of three, it'll be second and seven. Yeah, good good play right
1: there from Alcoa Heath. uh... Defense being able to stop him pretty quickly, getting to him, knowing that Cookville does like to run the ball quite a bit. So Alcoa not not any difference in the defensive wise anyway from
0: last week. Still hanging on, still doing playing strong here. Second and seven. They'll turn they'll hand off to Burris. Nope. Fake handoff and Thompson keeps it himself. And a really nice job reading that one from the jump by Isaiah Bryan. Bryant causes thompson to lose a yard or two they'll bring up third and nine and uh bring in a few more receivers and send the tight ends over to the sidelines they're going to have to spread this thing out if they're going to try to get a first down here so third and nine we're under eight minutes left to go here in the first quarter and cavalier's backed up end zone right behind him so certainly (coughs) need to be careful if he drops back too far now Cole gets to him could be a safety so Shotgun formation, trips to the left, one receiver to the right, and Burris in the backfield with Thompson. He'll turn and throw out on a bubble screen to Burris. Burris picks up some good yardage there, but gets taken down a couple of yards before the sticks. It'll bring a fourth down, and that will force the Cavaliers to punt, Sky. You definitely don't want to try anything fancy no, this close right to the ends,
1: uh, opponent's end zone. No, not especially given
0: Alcoa a short field.
1: That's a good recipe for giving a big plays or
0: points really fast. Good way to get down quick. <laughs> yes. As uh, now the star punter for this team, and we hear he that's the best thing he is best at. He's also the punter and the kicker is Andy Crockett. But we heard that this kid can absolutely rip it as he'll get the punt back. And uh, good. It looks like it went a little short. It was high, but short. And uh, Dugan noticed that. He called, uh, called his teammates off of the football and moved out of the way. And so that ball will be downed at the 40 excuse me 39 yard line so 39 yards away from peter for the tornadoes can they finish a drive here on this second offensive drive for them tonight and put it in the end zone we'll find out right now as buckles goes into the huddle and calls out the play two receivers to the right one to the left And Buckles will turn. He'll fire it out quickly, and that's complete to Bryant. little low throw, though. Bryant had to kind of scoop it off the, before it hit the turf. Um, so fell to the ground after picking up around five. Second and five now for Alcoa.
1: Yeah, a little higher on that pass, and um, Bryant would definitely have some yardage to take off with.
0: Yeah, tough throw that time. And uh, tried to get it out of his hands quickly. Kind of looked like a little bit of a five-yard hitch route, and he turned to throw it out to him. But just low. Luckily, Isaiah able to hold on to it. And now back to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to send Brian in motion on a jet sweep, and he'll get it. And Cookville read that one from the jump. And uh, they he lost a few yardage on that tackle. He's actually going to lose around six, and it's now going to be third and 11. Um Alcoa, it's early, Scott, and I'm hoping they'll get some things going, and we we usually see them do that, but looking a little flat to start this game. Just a little bit, and sometimes, you know, you look at other
1: teams' records, you just got off a really tough game with West last week, and then thinking that this might be an easier game, and sometimes you just kind of relax coming through here, taking on an opponent that you think you should be
0: able to handle. Well, a good throw that time to a wide open, Itty Salter. And Itty picks up a first down and then some, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Gets another four on the run and then runs out of bounds. And so that ball will be placed at the 19-yard line. So first and 10 for Alcoa, 518 left to go here in the first quarter. as the Tornadoes look to try to get the first points on the board tonight. In the backfield, Caden Buckles will be number seven the sophomore, Elijah Cannon. we will send Salter in motion, fake the jet sweep, and hand it off up the middle to Cannon. Cannon bounces off one, bounces off another. Gets taken down after grinding out a few more yards on that play. A good run by the sophomore running back as Cannon's had a really good season so far. The young man coming into tonight's ballgame with 21 carries, 194 yards, averaging 9.2 yards a carry, five touchdowns. He's also had a few catches as well. Six receptions for 122 yards, averaging 20 yards a catch, and one touchdown as we go back to the field. They'll there hand off go. to Salter, there and Salter to the right, and Salter ends up in the end zone. Touchdown for Alcoa, and their four points of the night, and you hope, Scott, after seeing them a little flat to start this game, a play like that, finishing a drive, seeing it kind of just seeing some points on the board again, maybe starts getting this team going in the right direction as we really kind of need them to wake up after such a tough game last week. Oh, yeah, see, and um,
1: sometimes you just come out a little bit slow. You're not really sure about what the opponent's got, so you kind of got to kind of feel your way through just a little bit, and it looks like Alcoa did a much
0: better job on that one. Well, now bacon louder back to kick, and right before the snap gets off, there is a penalty. False start on the offense, and that's going to move them back five. So just a silly penalty there. Got to to be smarter than that. And, you know, Coach Rankin is not happy after a, a tough game last week, over 150 yards of penalties for Alcoa last week against West. And right there, just a penalty that Coach Rankin will not be pleased about seeing as they get the snap down again kick is up kick is doing and your score with 438 left to go in the first quarter it is Alcoa 7 Cookville 0 you're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week we'll be back in just a minute
2: crossover vehicle owners here's a tire just for you stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
0: Welcome back. For those of you who are just joining us, Alcoa just scored on their second Rumble, offensive Rumble. drive. And uh, yes, yeah, got almost a fumble there on the kickoff return. They were able to pick it back up, though, for Cookful. And uh, keep going with it. And they got taken down at the 29. That is where they will start an offense on this drive. But, yeah, Alcoa just scored on their second offensive drive of the night. And uh, so it is now 7-0 to with 4.30 left to go here in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, it looks like Isaac, yes, Isaac Fry trying to make a play on the ball. It was low on the kickoff and ended up kicking it off his shin and kicking a little forward. Um, just a little bit further forward there, I think Alco would have come up with that one, Heath.
0: So now they drop back, and Thompson throws it out quickly. He completes it and finally gets taken down, but a good play on first down. will pick up nine. Yeah, Brock Owen on the catch right there, Heath. He is a
1: good... Receiver, one of their top ones. Um, looks like they're going to give him the first down on that.
0: We'll turn. They'll hand it off up the middle. And some nice shiftiness by number two out there looking a little bit like number two of the Rebels. Noah Vaughn on that play as a that carry was made by Waylon Whited. Waylon Whited, a 5'11", 180-pound senior running back. And a good run that time by that young man.
1: Yes, it was. He was able to twist and turn and work his way up about five yards on the play right there for the Cavaliers as they are now second and five just outside of Alcala territory.
0: So this time, they hand it off to win it again. Good play, good play, guys. Come on, and bring good it down. Job. Good job defensively by the Tornadoes. Seeing that one before it could really get going. He might have gained a yard on the play, but that's about it. So third and four now for the Cavaliers. and counting as this clock has been running an awful lot here in the first quarter. It's gone by pretty quickly so far. Two and a half minutes left to go. Trips to the right. One receiver to the left for Thompson. He's got Burris in the backfield with him. He'll turn. He'll roll out of the pocket to his right. Look down the field. Heavy pressure. And he just has to get rid of it as they're trying to make the sack was number two. Aaron Davis, the junior linebacker. And Thompson trying to avoid the sack, threw the ball away.
1: Yeah, it was kind of uh, for the sake of my own life right there. (laughs) I need to get rid of that ball because the defender was coming down hard on him and um, had a good, clean, clear shot of him. So better to go ahead and get rid of it than end up with a sack.
0: Most certainly is now Crockett back to punt and back to receive is number eight, Isaiah Bryant. High punt last time, a little short, but a nice high punt by Crockett last time. This time he boots it a little deeper, and uh, Isaiah Bryant was not where the football was, so he just moves and yells out to his team and lets it roll. Takes the Cavalier roll and will be taken down at the 12, and that is where the Tornadoes will start off on offense on this drive. Alcoa only had 39 yards to go after that last punt, Scott. So. Quickly was able to get down the field and put it in the end zone. See if they can sustain a little bit of a longer drive here. Um, that first offensive drive struggled a little bit with that, but found some success in that second one. She got a lot more field to go. We'll see if they can do something with it as Jareke Foster will be in the backfield here with Caden Buckles. You've got Major Newman and Jamal Williams out to the right. And it looks like Eddie Salter out to the left. So he'll get the snap, he'll turn, he'll fire it quickly on a slant route inside to Williams, and a good defensive play there as Cookville breaks it up. Right, it was a good job
1: there on number six, Heath, that is Brock Owens being able to get his hands in there and knock it out of the receiver's hands. Kind of a quick slant right there for Alcoa, however, unable to complete that as Alcoa. Now with two oh seven left, second down and 10 from their own 12-yard line, Coming back up to the line.
0: Salter in the backfield, and they'll turn fake the handoff to him. Get it out quickly to Newman. Newman stiff arms one, gets past another, tips toes to sideline, and finally steps out of bounds. And
1: they're going to call him just around the 20, between the 19 and the 20, so he's going to be just a little
0: short of the first down, it looks like, by about three yards. Okay, so about a seven-yard gain that time by Major Newman. Let's see if Alcoa can pick this up. It's got a beautiful night for football, I think, around the low 70s tonight. Sky's clear. Uh, just a really slight breeze. Uh, fall is in the air for sure as uh, Cade Buckles rolls out. He'll throw incomplete. Good catch by Jamal Williams, and Williams... Gets past the first down marker, and then goes out of bounds after a couple more. Good job that time by the young wide receiver.
1: Yeah, it was, Heath. And notice so far, no bar downfield type throws so far for Alcoa. Everything's been kind of short or a run. So not looking for the home run yet so far tonight. But
0: uh, they are connecting on these little quick quick pitches or quick hitters. Well, you may not be able to. You've got a coach in Jimmy Maynard, who's a defensive guy, right? probably covering those things up and looking out for that right now. So Alcoa trying to kind of find some openings in the zone, as this time on a Wildcat, Major Newman keeps it. And Major Newman, with a good run, gets blasted and thrown to the turf, but not before he picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, as he'll get taken down at the 39. So a 13-yard gain by number three.
1: Yeah, and Major looking um, like he's more spry tonight than um, kind of how he looked during his interview with us at the end of the game with Wes, because he was a little banged up in that
0: game afterwards. Yeah, made some really crucial plays uh, for Alcoa. Yes, he did. Uh, caught some touchdowns, had an interception, and helped Alcoa come away with a big-time victory. So it was a really big playmaker, and that one was our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week last week, because this time – Alcoa in a jet sweep, hands the football off. I believe that was to Itty Salter on the carry. It was. It'll bring up second and around three. Yeah,
1: Kugel was watching the ends very well and very carefully uh, when Alcoa was running something like that. I noticed Salter had to cut back towards the inside to be able to get some good forward progress because there were several Cavaliers waiting on the end for him and he just cut it back on him and got into the interior.
0: Yeah, probably really trying with the speed of Alcoa to force them back inside into the teeth of the defense, cause them to slow up just enough to allow the defense to make a play. There was some confusion that time on the field as Buckles looks over at Sweland, trying to get things figured out, and they decide to take a timeout. So let's take one with them. 25 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa 7, Cookville 0. We'll be back in a minute.
8: I am Representative Bob Ramsey. A half-century Blount County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
0: Back in as Alcoa just comes away from a timeout and back onto the football field. Second and three for the Tornadoes. Ball on the 46-yard line and twenty. Five seconds left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa leads 7-0, to zero, hoping to add to that as Buckles has two running backs in the backfield with him. He'll fake it to him. He'll look down the field. He's got some time in the pocket good and catch. enough time to complete to Jamal Williams. Juke, jive, and then finally diving forward and taking down by the Cavalier defense and a good play for Alcoa Scott front after the timeout. Yes, it was, Heath,
1: and um, being able to catch the ball and get downfield, he was wide open on that as well. So that always makes the quarterback's eyes light up. And it looks like they're just going to run the clock out here. We've only got about less than 10 seconds now.
0: Well, a good play from the timeout and kind of get another timeout here with this quarter ending. So your score after one, it is Alcoa 7, Cookville 0. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week on 100.9 FM WKVL. Let's take a break with him and we'll be right back to bring you the second quarter of action.
9: Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career you can find Fun area jobs on Facebook and Instagram.
10: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
0: into the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week. I'm Heath Dunkel, and it is 7-0. Now, Coales and they have the football. Scott Dunkel doing the, the color commentary tonight as Marty Millsaps is not with us, and we certainly miss him, and we'll look forward to having him back next week as quarterback keeper up the middle goes Caden Buckles, and the Cavaliers were expecting that. Not much doing for the senior quarterback. No, not a
1: lot right there at all. I they were all over the top of that one. Looks like uh, Mason Allen, the defensive lineman, was able to just grab hold
0: and hang on for dear life till
1: he brought him down.
0: couple secret safe place for newborn social media shout-outs go to Tracy Weeks, Jody Slagle, Brian Long, Jason Henderson for playing our Windy City Grill. Trevor's Tornado Trivia yesterday night as the trivia question, Scott, was after last week's crazy battle with the Rebels of Knox West. Gave us a question to ask our fans, and it was when was the last time the Alcoa Tornadoes lost to a team from Knoxville? In what year? And who was the team? So uh, we gave away a $10 gift card last night. Your answer was CAK was the last Knoxville team to beat Alcoa back in 2012 when they defeated the Tornadoes 38-36 as the Tornadoes lost in the 3A quarter finals. And the correct answer was given by Jody Slagle. And so we uh, told him last night, we'll tell him to get on the air tonight. Congratulations on winning that $10 gift card from Windy City Grill as Alcoa goes here to the air and a little bit overthrown, over Dugan incomplete. That was a uh, third and long for Alcoa, and it'll bring up fourth and long now, Scott. Decision time seems a little bit deep. I don't know quite how far uh, Bacon Louder back can kick it, but I would imagine this is a little far for the young sophomore.
1: Right Heath, it might just be just a little bit, however, just uh, kind of update a little bit while you're doing the trivia. Salter tried an in run, was caught um, at the line of scrimmage, so on second down was able. that was a no gain by
0: um, Eddie Salter. Yeah, second down they ran to Eddie, nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. So he was taken down quickly and in that time an incomplete on third down to Brandon Dugan. So. Fourth and long, and the Tornadoes will elect to go for it in good field position here, and a yes. o- wide open. Scott is the Alcoa Tornadoes number forty-four, the freshman Eli Owens, and the Owens waltzes into the end zone. Reminds you a lot of those plays you saw last year from Terrence Sutter up the middle. Right, exactly,
1: Heath, and he just a good target. You know, you, those are the ones that the quarterback just get excited about because the guys are right there. In front of him, just a good straight pass right over
0: to him. About five, six yards further, he's in the end zone. Absolutely. So some more points on the board for the tornadoes as they found something up the seam to Eli Owens and the freshman scores. The extra point by the sophomore bacon louderback back is good. And your score with 1028 left to go in this second quarter. Alcoa 14. Cookville 0. We'll be back in just a minute.
11: That's S M A X E S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on.
0: Welcome back in. Twin City certified in Maryville game of the week. I'm Heath Dunkle with Scott Dunkle tonight as Alcoa just scored their second touchdown of the evening. With 10.28 left to go in the second quarter, it's Alcoa 14, Cookville 0. As back to Buddha Deep is Bacon Louder back in a big-time kick, kick by him. Yeah, nice job by the young man. So they get it inside the 10, and then Cookville gets it and decides to keep going with it. And uh, they'll get just a little bit past the 20, but only about a 10-yard run before Alcoa gets down the field quickly and stops him in his tracks.
1: Right, Heath. Good start from about the ten-yard line gets him out to about the took the twenty-three, but you know, for any any returner, once you kind of stand and start dancing in the middle of all the players, you're
0: not going very far after that. Well, Cookville now in a fourteen-point deficit, trying to see if they can figure out something offensively. They've had a nice play here or there, but just really unable to string those successful plays together. As they've got two receivers out to the left, one to the right, and uh, he Thompson looks downfield. Got some pressure trying to evade it, and he is not going to. As big number one, Bubba Williams comes away with the tackle.
1: Yeah, Thompson was able to at least kind of squirm out of a couple of tackles there and lunge forward. Got him about looks like about two yards on the play brings up about second down in
0: either a long eight or a short nine. Yeah, I was hoping to put him in a bag and sack him, as Marty mills taps would say, but fell forward, so it'll just count as a tackle as it's now second and 8 Full turn, they'll hand it off to Burris. Burris tries the right side. He's not going to get anywhere as big. Number 56, Braden Cornett waiting for him, the sophomore linebacker. Filling that gap and taking down the running back. He'll lose one on the play. It'll be third and nine.
1: Those are the offensive plays we want to see from the
0: Cavaliers. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Coach Maynard doesn't want to see him. Yeah, well, we will take it.
1: Good play from the Alcoa defense, able to back him up, get one of those yards back that um, Thompson had gained earlier.
0: Now under nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa leads 14-0. to It is third and nine for the Cavaliers as they're trying to sustain a drive and see if they can pick up a first down. has got some pressure. Thompson evade one, but grabbing him around the neck in a choke slam to the turf is number 54 of Alcoa. That is Riley Long, the 6'2", 235-pound junior with a really nice play. Yeah,
1: definitely, Ethan. It now brings up fourth down for the Cavaliers. Uh, about 4th and 12 from the 21. They'll be kicking back to Alcoa here.
0: This will give Alcoa another opportunity to extend their lead as he had now back is two punt returners for Alcoa. You've got Isaiah Bryant and Brendan Dugan. Last time it was just Bryant, and uh, Crockett just found a place where Bryant wasn't. Bryant had to move out of the way. This time it comes right to him, and he's going to take it. And a good job by the punt team getting down the field quickly nowhere to go for bryant he lunges forward for about two yards before he's taken down to the turf but alcoa with great field position yet again as they are 51 yards away from the end zone yeah good catch
1: from about the 47 and they were all over him and he got a just a little bit of a break in between a couple of defenders and as you said lunge forward got to the um i 49 but again Good good job by Bryant right there as Alcoa is coming to the line for first down.
0: Two receivers to the right, one to the left for Caden Buckles and Elijah Cannon in the backfield with him. As he'll turn, he'll drop back, and he'll throw it out to the freshman yet again. Eli Owens, another nice catch. and uh, Scott, uh, a talented young man in Eli Owens, starting as a tight end on the varsity as a freshman. You don't say that a lot. No, you don't and um,
1: making some good plays, good catches. He's got some really good hands and definitely looking forward to seeing more of him as the
0: year's come along. Absolutely, already as a freshman, 6'3", 220. A grown man at a very early age as uh, the refs take their yeah, it looks like a official timeout here. Not sure
1: he's gone to the sideline to talk to the ref over by the Cleveland side. It may be an issue with the chain.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if they were trying to determine if that was a first town or not.
1: And let's see. Looks like they're going to say second in inches because it was really close but I think maybe the referee on the far side maybe indicated to the chain gang to move and uh, wasn't quite there.
0: So second and inches now for Alcoa, and you may see them right here. Scott with Salter in the backfield just turn and hand it off to him and have him pick up that yard or two for him. Buckles gets the snap. Nope, he's going to fake it. He's going to throw it out to Major Newman, a one-on-one with him, and the defensive back, and Newman just tip-arms him and then, and then sends him for a ride as the defensive back just trying to grasp at whatever he can, but Major picks up a first down and another eight yards before he's taken out of bounds.
1: Yeah, good play from Major right there. Um, see, from the 41 up to about the 29, about a 12-yard gain. Really good play from Major having the fight. But like you said, a good stiff arm on that Heath,
0: keeping that defender at bay. So two running backs in the backfield now, Derek Foster and Salter. This will send Salter out in motion. They'll turn, they'll hand it off to Foster. Foster lowers the boom and takes a couple Cavaliers with him, and he will get taken down after a gain of nine. It'll bring up second and one.
1: Yeah, good yardage from Drake right there. Um, just putting his head down and driving through there. So Alcola, again, driving with the ball, getting down around the, looks like, 21 of the Cavaliers. So we'll keep
0: moving. I'll take that. Absolutely. So... Buckles looks over. Some confusion again. They've had a couple times tonight where he's not really seen what's on the wristband coincide with what he's seen from the sidelines, and they just trying to get on the same page. Um, but they do finally get it figured out, and they'll get lined up. Foster and Salter still in the backfield. Hills will send Salter out in motion. Buckles will look, sees nothing. Buckles tries to take it himself, Scott, but nowhere to go. He is going to be sacked.
1: Right. There was um, quite a few Cavaliers back there on him this time, and looked like he wanted to pass and then used a little bit better
0: judgment not to throw the ball away or get the ball possibly knocked out of his hand. So, Well, and probably just kind of ran the wrong way as he dropped back, and all the pressure seemed to be coming from the right side. And yeah. He kind of ran right into it, and they were able to finish the job as the uh, junior linebacker, Henry Peters, comes away with the sack there, and it's going to be third and eight. For Alcoa, two receivers to the left, one to the right, and you've got Eli Owens lined up on the right side of the offensive line, a tight end. They'll, turn, they'll do the same play, Scott, oh, that they did catch. earlier. And good Eli catch. Owens makes another big-time catch down the field. Whatever that play call is, Scott, no one has figured it out as this tight end just slips straight down the seam. He always ends up wide open and buckles that time. A little far ahead, but a heck of a grab by the freshman. Oh yeah, definitely He He uh, looked like a little more mustard
1: on it than what he was looking for and kind of tipped off his hands, but he was able to tip it close to him. And he was able to reach back out and grab it before stumbling and falling down at the one yard line, but excellent catch there by Owens.
0: Yeah, nicely done, and that is going to get them at the one yard line. So a really good job by him. And now you've got Riley Long at fullback and Cannon at running back. They'll hand it off to Cannon. And Elijah shot out of a Cannon and into the end zone. And Pocoa extends their lead. Another touchdown for the Tornadoes. Yeah, good job.
1: When you got a short yardage like that, who are you going to turn to but Elijah Cannon? Yeah, and just let him pull his way in and over through the through for a Alcoa touchdown. Great job by Cannon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A El Himidor touchdown for the Tornadoes. And now bacon louder back. back to kick the extra point. Kick is up. A kick is doing. And your Bliss Air scoreboard now shows Alcoa 21, Cookful 0 on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll take a one-minute break and we'll be back to bring you the last Five minutes of action here in just a moment.
6: Your smile, it's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, What we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
0: Welcome back in as we get ready here with the Carico construction kickoff. And it looks like Griffin McAllister will get the call a kicker. And he does a little pooch kick that time to around the 25 and awfully close to Alcoa coming away with it. As it hits the 25, kind of rolls back a couple yards. And Alcoa tries to dive for it, but Cookville falls on it first. So luckily for the Cavaliers, they have another opportunity here down 21 to zero on the Bliss Air scoreboard with 4.50 left to go in the second quarter.
1: Yeah, he's Cade Apple um, there for the Cavaliers. Looked like he kind of realized in a panic mode, too, that Alcoa was coming quick on him, just jumped on the ball and uh, kept it in the Cavaliers' possession at least.
0: Well, they'll turn this time in kind of a jet sweep of their own, but having a couple... To the strong trip side, so some blockers in front of him as they hand the football off that time to number twenty-four. That is Austin Davenport, six foot hundred and seventy-five pound senior running back. Davenport gets around five or six on the carry, but there will be a penalty on the play. In a face mask. I'll call it. Yeah, so apparently not a big time face mask because it will only be a five yard penalty, but it will be an automatic first down for Cookful. Yeah, it looked like maybe just kind of hand across
1: the face mask there. Heath. Luckily, he luckily didn't like grab it or try to use it to bring him down with.
0: So, first and ten of Dwight Price, Realty Executives, first down for the Cavaliers. Wilson another minute of jet sweep motion, but this time handed off up the middle to the running back. That is number four, Evan Whitted, 5'11", 185-pound senior. And Whitted, nowhere to go as the Tornadoes defensive line snuffs that one out quickly. So it'll be second and ten. Looked like there to meet him that time on the tackle. Number one, Bubba Williams filling that gap. So Bubba's had a really good game tonight. Hit the quarterback earlier, tried to come away with a sack, and he fell forward, but still making plays. Uh, with against uh, this running back and quarterback, so certainly in their head tonight, and Thompson's going to continue to look out for him as he's got some pressure, but he gets it out quickly in the flats to his wide receiver and uh, taken down after a one-yard gain is number two, Waylon Witted with the catch.
1: Yeah, he, he uh, was open. Alcoa had the defenders in the area. Once they saw the ball released, they basically swarmed Witted. And basically, um, more or less, I think when he turned, he caught the ball, turned and looked and saw those Alcoa players. He knew it wasn't going to turn out good for him.
0: Yeah, certainly not, as it's now third and nine. For the Cavaliers and trying to get something figured out as they've got trips to the right and one receiver to the left. They'll probably roll out Thompson again to the right side to help him. Nope, they're going to go to the single receiver side. They go up. It's caught. catch. And, Scott, Bryant just had no clue as they they threw it on a one-on-one matchup to number five, Donovan Sullivan, and allowed him to just go up and get it. And Bryant didn't didn't have his head turned back towards the football and just lost it.
1: Yeah, he did. And by the time he could – trying to make a play on it, he had already overran the ball. Um, really good play by Sullivan right there, to, con- especially the concentration to be able to tip it and come down with it.
0: Yeah, so a first down now for Cookville. Looks like they've got a two-tied-in set here, and they'll turn and they'll hand it off to Witted. Witted bounces out to the right, and they're waiting on him is Braden Cornett, and Cornett grabs him by the feet, slings him to the turf, and they'll lose one on the play.
1: Good play, Alcoa defense to be looking
0: for that play and um, keeping bottled up. Front line has done a great job today. Yeah, really nice job defensively, and they're going to end up saying it was actually a loss of two yards on the tackle. So even better. It's now second and twelve for the Tornadoes, or for the Cavaliers, excuse me. And we have two oh five and counting off the clock here in the second quarter left. Witted went to the sideline and now. Uh, there's actually two Whitteds, a Whalen witted and an Evan witted, and so they must be twins, so Evan is now in the game. Hello. And, oh, my goodness. Evan makes a block, but he can't block everyone as uh, Bubba Williams comes out of nowhere, Scott, and it looked like he just lit the quarterback up.
1: Yeah, he had faked the handoff. Thompson had faked the handoff, and was fixing to pass, had started to pull back up. Major Newman came out of nowhere and introduced
0: himself. Yeah, Bubba Williams with some pressure. Major Newman finishing him off and slinging him to the turf. And as Marty would say, you can put him in a bag. He is sacked. And that quarterback's going to be filling that one tomorrow morning. As now a minute 40 left to go and a timeout on the field as uh, they're trying to figure something out here um, and see if they can move this football. Scott, it's third and 18 now. For Cookville, with a minute 40 left, you really need to try to get this one. If you can't get it in the end zone or can't get a first down, try to get it in field goal range and allow your senior kicker, Andy Crockett, to at least get some points on the board.
1: Right, Heath. It's just, um, you know, you won't walk into halftime with something, some, something positive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see what they do right here as both teams are starting to make their way back onto the field. Thompson drops back. has got pressure again, and Cannon hits Good him, job, but he's guys. somehow able to get that football out of his hands. He completes it to Witted, and Witted will lose another two or three yards as he gets it out to his running back, but his running back behind the line of scrimmage, and that time number four, Evan Witted, brought down to the turf. It'll be fourth, and a very long way, around 20 or 21 yards. We'll see where they officially spotted it at. Yeah, fourth and 20.
1: Yeah, um... Cannon coming around the end, I guess he felt that he should introduce himself as well to Thompson as Thompson was able to get the ball off right before Cannon got to him. But uh, great play from Alcoa. The defense was ready for that and got to the receiver very quickly.
0: Fourth and 20, Cokeville back to punt. Alcoa talking things over a few more minutes over here with Coach Rankin. And, Scott, you get the football back with a minute and a half left to go in the second quarter. Does Alcoa just run clock here and send it to the half? Or do you think they try to put a quick two minute drill together?
1: I think they're going for uh, the drill, Heath, because they used their last timeout now. So it looks like they're wanting to set something up here uh, right before the half.
0: Scott Cookful decides that they want to take a timeout of their own and talk things over as they didn't like what they were seeing either. So Coach Maynard calls a timeout. Let's take one with him. A minute, 34 left to go in the second. Alcoa 21, Cookville 0. We'll be right back. CBD
12: is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
13: 100% certified organic full spectrum.
12: CBD American Shaman.
13: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
12: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee.
13: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD.
12: Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Available
13: guaranteed.
1: As the Cavaliers are set to punt to Alcoa, the punt is off. So Brian is waiting on the catch. He got it at the 10 and downed it. Alcoa now has the ball with 1 minute and 27 seconds left in the first half at their own 10 yard line, leading. The Cavaliers from Cookville, 21 to 0. Alcoa coming to the line again, first and 10 at their own 10 yard line. 127 left in the first half. Passes over to, looks like Salter there. It looks like he got about maybe a yard or two before he was, um, or basically the ball was knocked out of his hand, so that'll stop the clock. And I'm trying to see, looks like they're going to put him back down at the six-yard line. It's going to make it second and 14. Buckles had a good screen, or screen pass out to him, but the Cavaliers on that very quick. They have some really good, defensive backs on this team and they are able to stay with or get to the Alcoa receivers pretty quickly so buckles back 13 yards to go ball on the says 12 but it's actually about the 6 yard line buckles throws deep and that pass was Oh, now they're going to throw some flags out on there didn't look like incidental contact however they are going to call a penalty for Defensive pass interference as it looked like Major Newman was streaking down the left side and tangled up with the defender before he could catch the ball. So Alcoa is going to get a benefit of about 15 yards on this play. And that should at least make a first down for Alcoa with 112 left in the second quarter. Waiting on the referee to mark the yardage off now. That will get the ball up to about the 22-yard line for Alcoa again. First down and 10 for Alcoa from their own 22. Buckles back in the shotgun. Alcoa, three receivers on the right. Turns, throws. Throws. And the pass was over to Bryant it was like he got about 11 yards on that play. It would now be first down and 10 again for Alcoa from their own 32 or 33 yard line. Alcoa, again, with three receivers to the right, buckles back in the shotgun. Fakes, looks, he's going to run it. Getting down around the 40 and runs out of bounds at the 40-yard line of Alcoa. Will be about second down and seven as he stops the clock with one minute exactly left in the first half. So they're going to back him up to the 39, but from this angle, it looks like his foot went out of bounds at the 40, so...
0: Well, still trying to get things going here, Scott, and they're not letting up, as uh, they will send Colby Bledsoe to the sidelines, and Eli Owens comes in now. And if I'm Coach Maynard uh, for Cookville, I'm saying watch, watch 44. Him. Yeah, don't let him get across the seam and down the field, as that is a play Alcoa likes to use, and they've had a lot of success with it. Looks like Salter, or excuse me, Derek Foster in the backfield, and Scott, there's that play as they see Eli across the middle. They read it, two safeties cover him up. Buckles has to run. And Buckles picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and he steps out of bounds, which is smart because it stops the clock.
1: Right, and the referees are actually going to put it where his foot went out of bounds at this time, so good (laughs) for them. So it's at the 45-yard line of Alcoa with a first down.
0: So first and 10 for the Tornadoes, 55 yards away from the end zone, 53 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa leads 21-0. to on the Bliss Air scoreboard. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and two running backs in the backfield with Buckles. Buckles will roll out to the right and look down the field. He'll throw it across field, this time to Bryant. Bryant almost comes away with it. And a flag. And the, the defensive back gets his hand in and tips it away. But, Scott, just a little too much action down the field, and they will call a pass interference play.
1: Yeah, not really sure which one they're calling this on, whether it's number two. That is Waylon Whited, or number five, that is Donovan Sullivan, because they were all three there together. It looked like going through the ball, but in the referee's opinion. And apparently another flag on the sideline as well. Oh, wow. So they're giving a sideline warning here.
0: Yeah, you had a few coaches coming out onto the field, turning to the ref, kind of arguing that play or that penalty. And because of that, they do throw another flag and a sideline warning. Yeah, tough play. A uh, little bit of a – I thought it was more of a bang-bang play. I thought the defensive back got his hand through and did tip the football away. But they thought he kind of bumped Brian a little early. And because of that, it helps the tornadoes. So
1: Right. Uh, and not having the benefit of the replay to yeah. see. He very well could have had his arm wrapped around him as well. So mm-hmm. we
0: just couldn't see that from our angle. Absolutely. So ball on the 40-yard line now. 40 yards away. 43 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. Trips to the right. They'll send Salter out right behind them. Duckles looks downfield, finds an open Bledsoe, Scott, but overthrown and almost intercepted.
1: Yeah, number six there for the Cavaliers. That is Brock Owen, which is he had one more chance at that ball because it was right in his hands.
0: Yeah, Bledsoe did all he could to try to climb the ladder and come away with that one, but that one was a little high for him. And uh, Brock Owen almost came away with it, bounced right out of his hands, and he would like to have that one back as he gives Alcoa new life. Second and 10, ball on the 40, 38.7 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa up 21-0 and looking to try to extend that lead before the half. Buckles gets the snap, fakes the handoff, looks down the field. He's got Major across the field. He's going to look a little deeper. And is he going to throw it deep? He will. Major will catch it. And Major will step backwards out of bounds. And he will bring it to the, let's see where they officially spotted at. It looks like it's going to be the 12. No, the no, 17. 17, sorry. 17 yeah. <laughs> I might have to start using Marty's binoculars.
1: I was fixing to ask you (laughs) if you needed them.
0: (laughs) I might have to. Uh, Yeah, I just looked at the wrong line there. So, yeah, ball on the 17. Good throw, even better catches. Ball was floated up there just a little bit, but Major able to come away with it before a defender could get to him. So, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, ball on the 17. 30 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. We've got trips to the left. One receiver, that is Major Newman, on the single side to the right and Cannon in the back, filled with Buckles. Buckles drops back, he'll look to the single side, he'll throw it to Newman. Newman, end zone, touchdown.
1: Good play right there, and just about what they've been trying to do with Major during this game. Um, of course, Owen's not in there at this time, and they just send Major right slant through the middle, Again, what did we say? Touchdown, Alcoa.
0: Well, and you wondered with that one-on-one, if they were going to try to maybe do like a fade route to to Newman. But Newman ran across the face of the defender and cut inside of him. Right. And then just left him. Had a little bit of speed um, versus the defensive back and had about three or four steps on him and just caught it going up the field wide open inside of the defensive back. And so another touchdown for the Tornadoes. The extra point by Bacon is up and doing. And your score with 24 seconds left to go in the second quarter alcoa 28 Cookful zero so alcoa scott extending that lead and now seven points away from mercy rule
1: yeah or as we like to call it seven seven points away from marty time right there
0: absolutely as marty's favorite two words is mercy rule and uh scott you'll probably see that happen early in the second half as there's 24 seconds on the clock and if you're cookful here I think you get this kickoff and you take a knee and you send it to half and try to regroup.
1: Right. You know, it's about pretty much all you can do right there. Um, tough break for them. Last position, they were hoping to get a good drive and maybe get some points on the board before halftime. Ended up with two big sacks from Alcoa. Basically taking that opportunity away from them. But um, Alcoa definitely looking like they've kind of shaken off some of the stuff from the web game last week and are getting back to their ways
0: so bacon will be here doing the kickoff duties they had i believe griffin McAllister do it on the last Carico construction kickoff but they'll go back to bacon here bacon goes back and a, a little bit of a swift kick and cookville drops to to one knee and grabs it at the 29 yard line and that is where the cavaliers will take over but not much left here in the second quarter 22 seconds that first quarter seemed to fly by second quarter slowed down a little bit just a little
1: bit um, both teams doing a little bit more running and just kind of of course right here in the last two minutes or a minute and a half when Alcoa got possession of the ball a lot of out-of-bounds plays and stuff to help stop the clock so kind of slowed things down just a little bit as well
0: absolutely so Here comes Cookville onto the field on offense and uh, Thompson's got a running back in the backfield with him. That's number eight, Jordan Burris. And you have to imagine they're just gonna hand it off to him and send it to the half. They'll send a man in motion. He'll get the snap. Burris will get the football. Burris is met by Aaron Davis and he'll lose two yards on the tackle. And uh, we are 10 seconds away from halftime, Yep, they're going to look up at the scoreboard. Coach is telling his team on the sidelines to start walking towards the locker room. And that is where Alcoa will go as well as the buzzer will sound. There it goes. And your score at the half, Alcoa 28, Cookville 0 on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We're going to take a quick break when we come back on the Everton Orthodontics Halftime Show. We'll get things kicked off on halftime with a special guest on the air, so stay tuned, we'll be back in just a minute.
3: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O-Construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust.
11: Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKBL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blount County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did.
2: Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses, serving Blunt County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees. For a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping
0: Everyone and welcome back in as we're now at the Everton Orthodontic halftime show. I'm Keith Dunkel here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week as your Tornadoes lead the Cavaliers of Cookville 28 to zero. But we're gonna shift gears for a minute. We're gonna shift from football to another sport as we bring on one of our favorite players from last year's team. We like to call him Zane Insane in the Membrane Bonham as he drove teams crazy offensively defensively, you name it. He was a key player on the last year's team to help lead them to their sixth straight title. Zane, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing great, man. We're certainly happy to have you on. Zane, I had a minute to talk to you before we came on the air just a minute ago and kind of talking about your journey. You know, the first three years of your high school career uh, playing for the Alcoa football team using that athleticism of yours and your families to be able to shift gears a little bit, try something else. Yeah. You put your hand at golf. What, what led you to playing golf this season?
14: So about 12 years ago, I started playing golf Okay. and seventh grade took a super long break from seventh to junior year. Mm-hmm. And over that off season junior year, that's when I started playing a lot and I wasn't no disrespect to football, but I wasn't crazy about football my junior year. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, For my senior year, I'll try something different and I'll just go out for the golf team, have some fun. And I've really enjoyed that decision so far.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love the, I'll just go out for it. We'll just see what happens. And and look what happened. He's doing great this season. The team's doing great this season as Alcoa qualified state yes. in And in a younger team, Zane, so talk about how impressive and, and what the team's growth has been like this season to make an accomplishment like it's that. It's
14: actually super impressive because not only do we have young people, but then the older person me is just now starting back up again. Yeah. And I really, I think there's a lot of other teams out there that are better than us, but I think that we come together a lot better than all the other teams. Like our chemistry is so much stronger, and I think that drives us to play better every single time we play. We just keep each other up and if we have a bad round, we're just like you're better than that, shake it off and move on.
0: Absolutely, and you know Zane, a lot of times in any sport you have the, the, senior, the senior or the juniors kind of leading the way because they have the experience, where for you kind of entering that new sport, younger players probably helping you out, but I, I would also think you're helping them from your experience of just what the, any sport takes. That grind of football season lasts for a long time, right? Especially for Alcoa each and every year. What it takes to to mentally be prepared that when something happens, bend, don't break, or as Coach Dix likes to say, they'll break before Mm -hmm. we do. (laughs) Has that mentality been something you've carried over to the golf?
14: Absolutely, because there's a lot of times I will hit just terrible, terrible shots, and the worst thing you can do for yourself is get mad Mm -hmm. because then you're just playing bad for the rest of the round. But if you just pick a line, walk over it, and then if that shot is gone, we play so much better.
0: Absolutely, and I believe if I read correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, new golf coach this year? Yes. Well? Okay, so talk about your new golf coach.
14: Yes, Mr. Coker. He is, I love him as a golf coach. He is very, very fun to play for because he takes it serious when it needs to be serious, and when it doesn't need to be serious, he has a lot of fun with us too. Like, he'll play a lot with us when we practice, and he makes it a very fun atmosphere to play for.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's always good to have that balance and keep yes. it fun when needed to, right? Yes. And now with this big accomplishment, Alcoa is making it to state. You were practicing earlier today, right? Yes. Trying to get ready for that. Um, when does state start?
14: Sometime next week. There's not an exact date yet, okay. but it's sometime next week. I think maybe next Thursday or Wednesday. It's a two-day tournament. Okay. Has so, it been
0: determined who you play yet?
14: We will be playing Kingston. Science Hill, I believe, and someone else that I don't remember. Okay. Very good golf teams, to say the least.
0: Well, you'll have to keep us posted because once we know, we'll definitely put it up on 2Hype Sports for us Alcoa fans to stay tuned with you guys. Certainly, we'll be rooting for you as well. (laughs) Uh, But, Zane, we're, we're super proud of you. The growth you had on the football field was amazing but now what you've had even as a young man moving on to another sport, Mm -hmm. continuing to carry the torch and being a leader on and off the field, whether it's the golf course, whether it's here, whether it's in the school, doing a fantastic job, my friend. And we're certainly excited about your future and we'll certainly have to keep in touch. So let us know how you're doing. Maybe we can bring you back on for an interview once the season's over to talk to us a little bit more about how things wrapped up. But uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for those of you who are watching and tuning in on the headset or on video on Facebook. All right, Two Hype Sports, we thank you so much. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to try to get Scott and Trevor on the headset with us too, talk about stats, talk about some scores from across the area. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
10: El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Hemador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Hemador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Hemador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports. If you have property to sell,
2: or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
3: 865- Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well,
4: it's finally fall and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
5: Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City
2: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983 1621. And get more for your crossover.
1: All right, and welcome back to the Whitlock and Associates halftime show as you're listening to Scott Dunkel now, along with Trevor Dunkel as the Alcoa Tornadoes are leading the Cavaliers from Cookville 28 to 0 here at Halftime. Trevor, we're gonna to go to you here with the Bliss Air Scoreboard. Let us know about what's going on around this
15: area.
16: Hey, right, thank you. I, I'm just trying to throw a couple of numbers together as teams just continue to score. Nobody goes at halftime at the same time. Unfortunately. So, trying to give you guys the most up to date score as possible. Um, but let's start. Uh, we're going to also kind of bring in uh, standing so far as we're getting nearer and nearer to the end of the season. So, uh, we'll start off. Uh, Greenback is off tonight. So, uh, no real updates we want to get for the rest of uh, that region. But moving on to Alcoa's region, obviously, Alcoa playing uh, Cook Full tonight. Uh, but uh, Gatlinburg-Pittman is off tonight as well. Um, and then you have North uh, View Academy traveling to Pigeon Forge tonight. Pigeon Forge leading that 10-0. to They're at halftime right now. Uh, so it looks like Pigeon Forge will be getting their second win um, in region play. Northview looking to get their third loss. So not looking good. too good for New- Northview this year. But um, And in the first right now, we have Austin East and Union. County tied at eight. Uh, So uh, Austin is kind of in the middle at one and one where Union County is looking to get their first region win of the season as they've lost one so far. Um, So that one looks like it will be a good game. And that
1: would be their actual first win in this region as they are new to the region this year. Oh yeah
16: we haven't haven't fully welcomed them. (laughs) Not nicely at least. Uh, Moving on to uh, 3A uh, Region 3, so some teams we could see potentially in the playoffs. We got uh, Loudon who um, is hosting Brainer tonight. Um, Loudon was leading that for a while, seven to zero, but Brainerd just scored. They must miss their extra point as it's currently seven to six in the first. Um, and then you also have Kingston, who uh, is tied with Loudoun in first place right now. They're both two and zero. Kingston leading McMinn County thirteen to seven in the second. Kingston, another team that we could actually see in the playoffs. Yes. They've this had a good
1: year this year uh, too.
16: Team that we had been playing the last couple of years in our region got moved to Loudon's region starting this year, um, and continuing in that region, it looks like uh, Signal Mountain. Uh, We'll move on from them. I think they may be off tonight, but I don't think Single mount really matters to us too much. Uh, but moving on to uh, 3A, Region 3, uh, we also have um, Halls, who travel to Sevier County tonight. Uh, Halls just tied that game. It's tied 21 all in the second like quarter. Looks like a good
1: shoot out there.
16: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, another... Uh, um, well, not so close game. Looks like West is getting their revenge on Blunt County this week after after last week. As they take on Heritage tonight, uh, they scored right before half to make that 49-0. to So almost like, like every other Heritage game, looks like Mercy Roll is going to take effect in the second half. Um, and then also we have Cook County who has traveled to Central tonight. Central just scored; uh, they're leading 41-0 in the second. Um, and then moving on um, to 6A Region One, uh, West Ridge of um, uh, uh, Blountsville travel to Blounts County tonight to take on William Blount. West Ridge is leading that 14-7 at the half they're battling they're both 0-2 in region play, so they're both battling some uh, for hopefully some playoff presence this year and then moving on to 6a region 2 where Maryville is Maryville is hosting Cleveland the Blue Raiders tonight Maryville leading that 35-7 at the half um, and then Farragut traveling to Hardin Valley to take on the Hawks Barricade Admirals are leading that 21-2-3 in the second. And lastly, we have Bearden, who traveled to Bradley Central tonight. Bradley Central leading that 21-2-3 at the half.
1: All right, there you go, folks. That'll at least get you caught up to this point anyway for what is going on around the area and the region and so forth. So we're looking, the teams are warming up again. Look, just a couple more minutes before the second half will start. Again, that was Trevor Dunkel giving you the Bliss Air scoreboard as we are in the Whitlock and Associates halftime. So we're going to take a couple of minutes and let the teams get ready to come back out. Probably about a minute, minute and a half uh, left before they do. And we'll rejoin Heath with the Twin City Certified and Maribel game of the week. And we'll be back here in just about a minute.
6: Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting
8: I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blount County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
9: We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at
10: bluntpartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
0: back in as we just got done wrapping up the Everton Orthodontics halftime show as we had a guest Zane Bonham on the air with us and then Scott and Trevor took it away from there and we appreciate them doing that and we are now getting ready to kick off the third quarter. Carrico Construction kickoff and Griffin McAllister getting another opportunity to kick McAllister will boot it deep, and they'll have to go back, but still have an opportunity to return this one, and they will. Finding a little bit of a hole, but nicely done by Cornette, jumping through and taking down the returner.
1: Yeah, a good return from Jaden Baker on that right there, Heath. Um, looked like started somewhere around the five-yard line and was able to bring that ball back out to about the 29- 28.
0: Cookful will start off on offense, Scott, and hoping to find something after a, the Alcoa defense just really stifling in the first half.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be a little stingy here and um, hope for a quick stop and um, Alcoa with a quick score and let's get this to um, to mercy rule. But Alcoa starts off with a with a um, pass interference call as the defender was locked up with the receiver. Uh, looks like maybe thinking the receiver was going to be blocking and um, just locked up with him. Quarterback threw it right by both of
0: them. It looked like they were having a meet and greet. He was over there hugging him. Hey, man, good to see you. Hope you had a had a good travel here to Talcoa, but uh, not the right time to, to have a meet and greet right. as uh, a pass interference penalty will give Cookville new life and a first down. It'll move the football to the 43. So if you're Coach Rankin, you don't like to see that. Luckily, not as many penalties as last week, but still more than you would like as they'll hand the football up the middle to Burroughs. And Burroughs has an open lane, and he has a first down as well. Good run by number eight.
1: Yeah, just straight off the – we talked about the right tackle, between right tackle and right guard, right through the middle and um, just split the Alcoa defense. Luckily, someone was around the area to bring him down because it looked like he was going to have some open open field in front of him there if he got past that last line.
0: Yeah, luckily someone in the second level was able to bring him down, but not before Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And so now the Tornadoes trying to see if they can stop. Cookville here who has got some new life offensively, and they're past the 50. They're at the 47. Thompson will get it, he'll fake it. He'll look down the field and misses on the slant route just a little bit in front of his dece- receiver. And before he can try to make a second attempt at it, Bryant cuts his hands out and throws him to the ground.
1: Yeah, good play from Bryant right there be able to get them hands in just in time without being a little too early. Didn't need another pass interference call. So great play on Bryant's part there. And bringing up second down and 10 again from Alcoas, 47, for the Cavaliers.
0: Second and ten. A little bit of a bunch formation here. So send him in in motion, hand it off in their own form of the jet sweep. There you Good go, guys. Defense. You got him back
1: there. Come on, come on.
0: He tries to turn around and go the opposite way, and there's too many maroon jerseys in the backfield already, and he's going to lose three.
1: Yeah, Heath, he came around that left side and realized that all he saw was a bunch of Alcoa players, and that was not the bench he was running towards either. <laughs>
0: It turns around and then gets put down a three-yard loss. It's third and 13, 1025 and counting off the clock here in the third quarter. Alcoa leads 28-0. Two receivers to the left, two to the right now, and Burroughs in the backfield with Thompson at quarterback. He'll send a man in motion, creating trips to the right, and Thompson will get the snap. Make the handoff to Burroughs and back up. He'll throw it down the field, and he will complete it across the middle. That is to number six, Brock Owen.
1: Good hands by Owen, being basically catching that ball right with the defender on him, and being able to bring it in. But again, not enough for a first down. Brings up fourth down, and looks like about six right there. So they're going to go for it. All right.
0: Wow, fourth and six. Cookville will go for it instead of trying to pin Alcoa deep. They will try to see if they can get another first down. And you can't really blame them, Scott, down 28-0. to zero. They would like to see something positive here as Thompson drops back and he throws it over to the sidelines. And almost a really good catch over there. And by they're going to call five. a good catch, too. Donovan Sullivan, no, that's an incomplete.
1: Oh, he changed his mind. He okay. had it,
0: Scott, but as he was going to the ground, the ground caused the incompletion as it was knocked out of his hands. Yeah. So it has to maintain possession the whole way through the catch. He wasn't able to do so, and now the Tornadoes with great field position for their first offensive drive of the third quarter.
1: Yeah, and that's where being able to talk with the other referees as well helps because the line judge is the one that said he was inbounds on the catch. It's the back judge that came up and said, no, he didn't quite have it.
0: Absolutely. And so uh, the refs doing a great job tonight i know uh last week was a little rough for everybody and we probably sounded like a broken record fussing about what we saw on the field and scott we don't for those who usually listen to us we don't normally do that it's not something we like to do at all these refs take a lot of time out of their day um to come to these football games and give give an effort as well and so it should certainly be appreciated pat on the back for that um, But uh, I think they're calling a great game tonight. I think it's been really fair. We've seen penalties both ways. Alcoa tried that time on first down to throw it across the middle and uh, just unable to hold on to it as it was underthrown. Well, it also got tipped at
1: the line height.
0: Yeah, trying to dive for that one, but just unable to do so. So second and 10 now for the Tornadoes. They'll turn and they'll hand it off to Foster. Foster has just got some meanness about him, Scott. If yeah, I like picking that. picking up some steam, you better look out because he's not looking to juke and jive. He's looking to hit that truck stick on the PlayStation and just run you over.
1: Oh yeah, and you know, got some good powerful legs right there because when you make contact, he's taking you backwards unless you've got a good stance to hold him up.
0: So they bring up third and short, third and one now for the Tornadoes. They'll hurry to the line, under center-eye formation. They'll turn, they'll hand it off to Cannon. Cannon first down and then some. And a flag. Trying to figure out what that one was on. Um, It was down the field a little bit over near the tackle. uh, But there was one offensive holding for Alcoa down the field. So yeah, I guess they caught one of them down the field holding a player. Really wasn't even close to the tackle, so it wasn't like that hold was even needed.
1: Right it looks like he got about a maybe a nine yard gain up to about the 37 on that when the uh, flag was thrown so that's going to back up about ten yards on that as well so
0: it's actually it's a spot foul Scott so right. luckily instead of it being third and eleven it's now going from third and one to third and two because the holding penalty was down the field so Alcoa. Luckily, gets away with not too bad of a penalty, but would have been 10 yards, really kind of just one yard if you think about it. Only moves him back one and causes him to basically have to do a redo.
1: Yeah, kind of a lucky break on that right there where it was, but um, still shouldn't have happened to begin with.
0: Play action. Buckles looks down the field and wants to go deep. He will. Will the catch be made? No. There should. But there's going There it to be is. That was obvious. Yeah, he had a wide open or Major Newman had a step or two on the defensive back, and the defensive back knew it, and uh, he just kind of grabbed Major, tried to slow him down, and threw him to the turf. That's uh, going to be pass interference every day of the week.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was pretty obvious. There wasn't any question about that one right there, but also a good receiver, just like Major is, is one that will have you running right behind him and then just slow down on you. So... um, No need, actually, to slow down on that one, but the defender was pulling him down. Very obvious play on that. Again, first down for Alcoa now at their, or the 32-yard line of the Cavaliers.
0: He'll get it, he'll fake it, he'll throw it outside, and he'll complete it to Isaiah Bryant. Isaiah Bryant misses a tackle. Nice juke move there, misses another. He's got one guy on him trying to take him with him to the end zone, and he's going to be just short.
1: Yeah, very good play by Isaiah right there, just juking and driving and pulling people with him. Got it down to the five-yard line of the Cavaliers. So now with 7.40 left, Alcoa's got the ball first and 10 inside the goal against the Cavaliers at their five.
0: Nice play that time by the wide receiver, Scott. They threw it outside, one-on-one situation, and he just makes a man miss and picks up a lot of really nice yardage. And uh, he tried his hardest to get that touchdown. Yeah, he did, he He, did. He he juked a couple of them out, had one guy holding on to him, and just tried to keep dragging and dragging him with him, but finally got taken down at the five. So first and five for Alcoa. Now Scott, 7-12 left to go here in the third quarter, and the clock continuing to run. High formation, they'll turn, they'll fake the handoff play action. As Buckles rolls out, he finds a wide open Eli Owens, and Eli Owens into the in zone another touchdown for the talented freshman
1: great play right there great call for the tornadoes now with seven minutes exactly left up 34 to zero fix and make it 35 and getting into marty's favorite mercy rule and let that clock continuous clock roll from there great play for alcoa wait on bacon's extra point here to yeah, get us that. to that 35.
0: i was gonna say we as uh, Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend, as we still got to get that extra point. But Bacon is almost automatic from that as he gets it up and doing. And your score was seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. Alcoa 35, Cookville 0. And now let that clock roll. Uh, let's take a quick 30-second break. We'll be back in just a minute Welcome back. As we are getting ready for the Carico Construction kickoff, as Griffin McAllister out there to kick again for the Tornadoes, and Cook will back to receive. As they are now down 35 to zero after Alco with another nice touchdown drive. And a uh, mercy roll starts now here on the Bliss Air scoreboard 35 to 0, Alcoa. And a squib kick down to the 20. Burroughs is going to take it for Cookful. He misses one. He's got some real estate on the right side, and he turns on the Jets. Past the 50, past the 45, and escorted out of bounds at the 44. So 44 yards away from the end zone for Cookful. Great field position now for the Cavaliers. And, Scott, if they can score, if they stop mercy roll, if they can't, right. the clock just keeps burning.
1: And right now it's still running.
0: And, Marty, while we're waiting for this team to get on the field, just another uh, secret safe place for newborn social media. Shout-out to Marty Millsaps, our dear friend. who's usually on the headset Every Friday night with me, Marty's listening into the game tonight. Marty, uh, we love you, brother. We miss you, and I can't wait to have you back on the air with you with us. It's the broadcast is certainly not the same without you, and you're missing your favorite thing, Marty's mercy roll. As this time, they hand it off up the middle to the running back, and he'll bounce it outside. I believe that was number four, Evan Witted, and uh, Witted gets around six on the carry. It'll bring up second and four.
1: Yeah, I'll give Cookville a lot of um, props here in the sense that this game, they have not quit fighting regardless of what the score is. Some some teams, unfortunately, will kind of fold to 10 at this point. Cookville's still working hard to try to get some points on the board.
0: And uh, Scott, before the play can begin.
1: Offsides. Alcoa.
0: Saw that yellow flag come out. It's having flashbacks.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last week was not a good week. Unless you unless you liked a lot of dirty laundry.
0: Absolutely. They uh, probably had to use quite a few Tide Pods this week to get all of those cleaned up. And get probably did. Into the ref's pockets. It's now, we are under five minutes left to go in the third quarter. 35-0, to Alcoa leads on the Bliss Air scoreboard as... Cookville is trying to make their way into the common sense red zone. They'll turn, they'll fake the handoff. Nope, they are going to give it off. I thought the quarterback would keep it, but he did not, and the running back had nowhere to go. Alcoa sniffed that one out before it could get started, and he loses two on the carry.
1: Well, he kind of had somewhere to go, Heath. He went right into the arms of the Alcoa defenders who um, helped escort him back just a little bit.
0: So that's going to be second and 12 now for Cookville. Scott, you talked a minute ago about the fight in this Cookville team and how a lot of teams being down this much this late in the game, Mercy Rule starting, might pack pack their bags and put in some backups and just kind of work on some things with their younger group and how Cookville is not a team that would do that. Well, Scott, one of the things we talked about earlier in this broadcast as uh, Thompson tries to make pressure and have Williams... Puts him in a bag and sacks him in the backfield. Nice play by that young man. uh, But going back to the fight of this Cookville Cavaliers team and the not give up mentality, coached by Coach and Jimmy Maynard, who uh, has spent some time with Coach Rankin, used to be on the Riverdale staff with him, was his defensive coordinator, has been in this profession for over 42 years. Scott, he's probably seen everything. And if there's one thing these coaches with a lot of experience know with these type of teams, they still got a ways to go in this season, still got things to work on. You're always trying to improve. So don't, right. don't look at the scoreboard. Look at what you can do better each play on offense, and that's what he's doing. So he'll turn. He'll hand it off up the middle. And Al Cole will read that one quickly. Going nowhere, and that's going to bring up fourth down. And now Cookful will be forced to punt unless they decide to go for it here and um, they did try it this around this place on the field previously to go for it um, but Scott looks, looks like they're like, going
1: to punt this time
0: yeah looks like they've decided this is not the time as they're going to bring out Andy Crockett their star senior punter back to kick
1: and Heath I was just going to tell you too earlier on that sack that if you happen to go to Kroger's or Walmart or Food City anywhere and they're out of bags that's because they're here we've got a lot <laughs> of sacks going on
0: a lot of plays in the backfield and then putting them in sacks and bringing them down. And uh, they've done a really good job defensively getting pressure on the quarterback tonight. As Crockett gets the punt off in a really nice good spiral, tries to pin it towards the sideline. But Brian able to get it. And he breaks one tackle, tries to break another. Not the second one. He, he had a nice wall built over here by the Tornado special teams. But Cookful gets in the backfield, brings him down. And uh, he actually lost probably five there trying to run east and west.
1: Right Heath. He did trying to get away from there. It looked like he started up around a 10, tried to avoid a couple of defenders, tried to take it to the other side and uh, they were just too quick. they'd already gotten through and were able to bring him down for looks like maybe about a five yard loss on that play.
0: So a minute fifty left to go here in the third quarter. Buckles has it. Buckles will turn and hand the football off to Salter. Salter tries to fall forward. He might have gained an inch or two, but he's not going to gain. I don't know if he's going to gain enough for a full yard. Looks like maybe half a yard that time on the carry.
1: Yeah, if that right there. But Alcoa pretty much taking her time now, using up as much clock as possible. And we are just about to the one minute mark of the third period.
0: And Scott, while Cohen lines back up here too, for those of you who may be wondering, um, we had a tough injury last week to Jordan Harris. Right. Certainly made a lot of us and the players upset because he's just such a special young man and a real talent uh, on this team. And I uh, was really worried about him as they had to cart him off the field. Great news though, for those of you who haven't seen it on Facebook and on our two high pages, Harris is okay. Um, Appeared, I believe just to be maybe potentially a stinger as the MRI and everything came back clear. Harris is uh, not having any more neck pain. Um, he's on the sidelines tonight. They decided to sit him out tonight, give him a chance to kind of rest, which is probably a smart thing, uh, but I'm, I'm imagining probably next week we may see him back. So happy to have him back, happy to know he's okay um, and certainly Had a lot of prayers going his way, as uh, all of us were super concerned, but really happy to know that that young man is all right. As Alcoa on second down, handed off to Elijah Cannon. Got a couple on third down. They throw it outside to Isaiah Bryant. Isaiah Bryant gets past the sticks, and just like before, takes a couple guys with him a few more yards, and then gets taken down to the turf at the 20. And time will expire here in the third quarter with that. As it is now at the end of three, Alcoa 35 Cookville Zero. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. We'll be back in a few minutes.
11: Are you ready to talking to you then head on down to smoky mountain axe house conveniently located in new midland plaza in alcoa smoky mountain axe house is your one-stop shop for a good time veteran and operated and a member of the world axe throwing league so when it comes to throwing axes these guys can get you up to speed in record pace open to the public thursday through sunday and booking appointments now give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your ax on.
13: CBD is sold everywhere these days.
12: But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
13: 100% certified organic full spectrum.
12: CBD American Shaman.
13: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
12: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee.
13: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most. Most bioavailable CBD.
12: Guarantee only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee.
13: Not evaluated by the FDA. Not to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease.
11: Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blount County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did.
3: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O, com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust.
10: This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM. Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation.
0: back as we are here in the fourth quarter and as Alcoa is on offense and continuing to drive and run clock as we are in mercy Roll and Alcoa leads 35-0 to and Scott a new quarterback in the ballgame for the Tornadoes as uh, junior quarterback Zach Lunsford is out tonight but in is number 12 the freshman Eli Graff now handing the football off to this Alcoa running backs.
1: Yeah Heath a good time to get um, some definite playing time and um just being able to get out there and see what you can do against a quality opponent.
0: Absolutely. As Eli sends a man in motion, he'll get the snap, he'll turn, he'll fake it, he'll keep it himself. Got some room to run. Nicely done by the freshman who lowers his helmet on a guy twice the size it looked like yes. and sent him backwards. So a good run yeah, that good time. Good play the right
1: freshman. there. Um, Way to that he didn't have anything available, went on ahead and took it down the field. Got some good yardage, obviously a first down, and continues to keep that clock running.
0: Well, and Scott, the great thing about opportunities like this is it gives these young guys a chance to develop, to right. get under the lights, to get comfortable with what this feels like on a Friday night. And uh, for him, uh, a great moment to just continue to get better as a quarterback, which is so important for this team. As he'll turn and he'll hand it off to Salter up the middle. Salter again or two. It'll be second down.
1: Right and you never know when a quarterback or in our case maybe even two quarterbacks could go down and you get the call and have to get out on the field and I believe it happened to us a few years back too when um, we lost the quarterback during the championship game and I believe it may have been Jalen Myers that got the call when he was um, still like a freshman to get out there on the field and that's a big spot to be put in the spotlight right there so better to go ahead and get some playing time get some experience while you can
0: absolutely so second and eight they'll turn and Graf will keep it himself he'll go around the left side he misses one tackle jukes and jives another and finally two team teammates of the cookville defense have to take him to the sidelines and throw him out of bounds but not before he picks up a dwight price of realty executives first stand
1: and one of the things you notice from all the Alcoa quarterbacks they are dual threat quarterbacks they're not just one dimensional. They can do a lot of things.
0: Yeah, it keeps the defense off balance for sure as the clock continues to run here in the fourth. We have got 8 16 and counting off the clock left to go here in the fourth. It's mercy roll time as Alcoa is up 35 points. Once a team is up 35 points on another in Tennessee football. It starts what's called mercy rule. It basically means the clock just keeps going, and that's what it does. It helps wind down quicker and finish the ball game to help prevent scores from getting even further out of hand. And, and it is smart and certainly good and safe for all players to help finish games early when these games do get this way. As they'll turn, they'll hand it off to Derek Foster, and Mr. Foster will find a first down.
1: Right, Heath, and another thing, too, it also helps to eliminate possible injuries.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely which is so important, especially with some of these guys who um, from the other teams that are getting beat by 35 in any situation, probably getting worn out, beat up. They've been on the field a long time. So, yeah, helps the game get over quicker, helps hopefully prevent any major injuries and get everyone out of here safe. So uh, we are now under 715 left to go as Alcoa is just going to continue to probably run this football and run this clock as much as they possibly can here On this drive, but they're inching closer and closer to Pater as they're in the common since pest control red zone. They'll turn, they'll hand the football off on a jet sweep to number 14 of the Tornadoes, Dominic Stevens, a sophomore. And Mr. Stevens with a nice carry, he'll pick up around six.
1: Good play by Stevens Heath is getting it down to about the 10 yard line. Second and four on the play as well, but in most importantly as well, now under six and a half minutes left.
0: It's got a Bliss Air scoreboard update. Trevor will give you more of these after the game, but our, uh, as an alum, you hate to see this, just a tough season so far for Heritage, but we didn't expect anything less tonight from a really solid West team who came out to Blount County into the third quarter, West 56, Heritage 6 hands the football up the middle to number 21. That is Jules Scales. Nowhere to go for Scales, so it'll be third and four.
1: Yeah, it looks like another tough year for the Mountaineers of Heritage. But, um, you know, you got some moral victories, but are there really any, any victories in those? As- you know, you got six points on the board, but your real victory is one where you come out with the win.
0: Yeah, been a tough season for Heritage all the way around. Uh, Coach Hammondtree had some personal loss in his family. The Mountaineers have struggled to get things going on the football field, uh, you know. Uh, but the more important things are what's off of it, and we certainly keep our thoughts and prayers with the Heritage community. And as Alcoa runs the football again, it's going to be – Fourth down as they weren't able to get anything going on those last two plays. And uh, looks like they're going to bring out Bacon Louder back to uh, try a field goal. And this is another great opportunity for him to get better as you never know come playoff time if they're going to need a field goal from it.
1: Right. It looks like about a 27 yarder here.
0: Kick is up. Looking good. Looks like it's going to split the uprights. It will. Nicely done by Bacon Louder back. And your score of 449 left to go in the fourth quarter. Alcoa 38, Cookful 0. We'll take a break, and we'll be back to finish off this ballgame in just a minute.
10: El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040, and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
0: back as we're getting ready for the caraco construction kickoff as Bacon Louderback is back in the ballgame to kick for the Tornadoes. Cook full back to receive down 38 to 0 with 449 left to go in this one. Another kind of squib kick across the middle. It bounces a few times, and a cookful player just takes a knee and grabs it. So now the Cavaliers will come out here on offense with 4.39 and counting off the clock as the clock picks right back up and starts the count. And you have to imagine, Scott, if you're Cookville, try to see if you can get a first down or two, but this ball game is about to be over.
1: Right, Heath. And just, you know, like I said, moral victories, but, again, without that win, it's not much of a victory. but. Something that you can work on at least and um, maybe maybe something that will work for you later on during the season. But I colours are a tough team to come in and play, whether you're a 6A team or 5 or 4 or whatever. And the 3As especially know that. But, um, you know, you do what you can. You try to hang with them and play tough.
0: Absolutely. As they'll hand the football off up the middle. And, uh, Scott, they are finally starting to put couple of different faces in the ball game as that one was handed off to number 25 Tyler Ayers sophomore with the carry and a good run by the young man as he had a little bit of a hole in the right side and squirted through it and got into the second level before a linebacker brought him down. A uh, six-yard gain. It's now second and four and we're under 3.30 left to go in this one. They'll get the snap. They'll fake the handoff, to Ayers and the young quarterback will keep it. That is number 15 for Cookville, Blake Owen. He's a freshman as he turns and tries to keep it himself and he'll gain a yard in the play. It'll now be third and three.
1: Yeah, he looked a little tall from here, about 6'1", 180 on um, Mr. Owen there, but um, a good run on his part for the Cavaliers as there is three minutes now left in the game. Alcoa leading 38-0 here in the fourth quarter ball on the 36. Third down and three for the Cavaliers of Cookville.
0: Third and three, and they'll turn, they'll hand it off to Ayers. Ayers tries to bounce to the outside, and this speedy Alcoa defense says not today as he's taken down, and it looks like the last one there to make the play for Alcoa. That was number 16 from the Tornadoes, the Garrison Stevens, with the tackle. Good job by the freshman safety coming up and making a play, fourth and two, and the clock continuing to run here. And, uh, Scott, I don't see the punting unit. It looks like Coach Maynard wants to go for something else and just try to see if he can find something else positive to carry in to next week.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's about all you can do really is just to keep the clock moving. I'm sure he knows that Coach Rankin's not going to go for a touchdown even if they do turn the ball over, so... Good play right there for Alcoa on the defense.
0: Yeah, coming through from the backside and not giving up on the play for Alcoa was number 28 Jacob Bauman, the 5850 150-pound sophomore, with the play and uh, stopping him before he could get to the first down marker, and that will be a turnover, and it will be Alcoa football as Eli Graff and this young tornado second-string offense comes out. Now, say second string, you may be looking second, third string. Starting to get a lot of younger players in this game for the Tornadoes. A lot of freshmen, a couple of sophomores in the game now. Trying to get these young kids some reps as they don't always get an opportunity for that. And uh, There's been a couple games so far this year that have been closer than Alco would have liked, so they haven't had as many opportunities.
1: All right, Heath. Um, sorry, I was watching the play here. There's a good <laughs> handoff right there up the middle. And I believe that's Foster. I can't see his uniform number. No, 26.
0: Yeah, it's number 26 for Alcoa. Terrence Long on the carry.
1: Good carry for Long. The way he was bowling over those players, I just knew that was Foster right there.
0: <laughs> Played Dariq on the field. Nope, Terrence Long you know, learning from uh, Dariq Foster and just lowering the boom and is able to get a couple more yards. So six-yard carry for Terrence. It is second and four, and uh, the way the play, cock r- play clock reads, Scott, there's probably one more play left to go in this one for Alcoa, and then they'll be able to just kind of sit back and let the clock roll out. Right. So What they're going to do this time is they'll snap it back in the shotgun formation to Graff. Graff will take a knee, and that will do it. A great ball for game for Alcoa as they come away 38-0. to over Cookville, and this one as time expires and the buzzer now sounds. It's been a great game for the Tornadoes after a very close win last week be able to let out a little fl- frustration and come away with a really nice win.
1: Yeah exactly Heath. Um, something color really needed after the West game just to uh, get back in the win column and also be able to try to play for the most part a pretty clean game a lot of uh, penalties called last week not called tonight um, Alcoa's offensive line definitely played a much better game.
0: Yeah, they certainly did. And, uh, Scott, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get on the Everton Orthodontics postgame show. We'll talk about some stats. We'll talk about our final takeaways from the game. We'll have a scoreboard or two update for you from Trevor Dunkel as well. And we also will have our player of the week hopefully up here in the box as well. As we're going to name our player of the game tonight as Eli Owens. The Great freshman game. had an impressive game tonight. Four catches for 65 yards and two touchdowns. And so we are going to bring him on soon. We let Josh Stevens know who we wanted. And we'll hopefully see him up here in a few minutes. But they're going to have a huddle. They're going to talk some things over. And then he'll hopefully make his way up here. So we'll take a three-minute break. And we'll be back for the post-game show in just a minute.
2: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
3: 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
4: Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865 238 7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
8: I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
5: Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City
15: Certified?
5: All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com.
10: Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee.
0: Welcome back in everton Orthodontics post-game show starts now. I'm Heath Dunkel with Scott Dunkel and Scott. Just a quick minute or two talk about this game as Alcoa comes away with a 38 to zero victory um, tough battle last week we talked about it a little bit as we were finishing out the, the show but um, you got you to get, get a week off after this and so what kind of what does a game like this do for you heading into the break
1: a good confidence builder especially after such a tough game with West last week to be able to put 38 points on the board defense played a great game as well today. Cookville is not a slouch, the record doesn't indicate that. But they are a good team, so um, hats off to them for um, a hard fought game. But again, this gives you a little bit more take a deep breath, you got a week off, you have Union County coming in next. Yeah. So, um, you know, good good one to relax a little bit on, fix a few little things. There wasn't that much especially uh, Looks like Coach Rankin got a lot of the problems and issues from the West game fixed already. So great game for um, Alcoa, and a good time to um, kind of catch your breath a little bit. You've got three games before playoff start, so uh, good mid-season, good mid-season break. Absolutely,
0: right a good chance to to look any wounds that you're dealing with, try to rest up after it, get a two weeks to to get yourself right and then be prepared for the last part of the regular season. Three games left to go, and then the real season starts playoff time for the Tornadoes, and uh, certainly excited about that as Alcoa looks to get their seventh title in a row, which would tie the best in program history and also their 20th state title in program history, which is also a state-leading best as they are currently lead the state for most program titles in Tennessee high school football history. But, Scott, let's take a one-minute break. When we come back, I'm going to have Mr. Eli Owens, our player of the game tonight, on the headset with me. and in two hype sports as well on our Facebook page. You'll catch that there as well. But we'll be back in just a minute.
2: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all season traction, and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
0: All right, welcome in, everyone, here on the Everton Orthodontics Post Game Show. I'm Heath Dunkel, and with me our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Eli Owens, Eli, how
17: you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. a little <laughs> tired, but I'll be fine.
0: A little tired, absolutely. Well, you should be. I mean, you played your heart out tonight, man. You had a great game tonight. Four catches, 65 yards, and two touchdowns as Alcoa came away with a 38-0 victory. Two of those big-time scores came from you. Uh, really nicely done. What were you seeing on the field that helped lead to those?
17: Um, I wasn't necessarily seeing anything. I'd have to give that to Caden, you know, quarterback. <laughs> Uh, I just run the route, and he finds me when I'm open, so.
0: Absolutely. Well, great play calls. That's been a, a kind of a, a play for Alcoa over last year as well with Teheran Sutter, where that tight end slips across the middle wide open, and it leads usually to a touchdown. Um, but, but, Eli, for you, you, you had kind of big shoes to fill. With Teheran last year, a really good tight end as a senior, you're starting as a freshman on the varsity team. What does that mean to you?
17: Um, it means a lot because I know that not a lot of people around here start as a freshman. You know, you got to go back to Lance, and then before that you have Gray. So that's only two in the last eight, ten years. Um, so I, take, I, I try to hold myself to a higher standard. I try to hold myself more accountable than just anybody else on the field.
0: Absolutely, and you, you do a great job of that. And um, Now you look at you get some time off. To kind of take a break for a minute, I'm sure that's nice. Any big plans during the break?
17: Uh, Yes, sleep.
0: <laughs> hey, you guys probably need it. Growing pains. You're only a freshman, so you probably need to sleep for that alone. But uh, you, you get some time off, which is going to be really great for everybody, I'm sure. But then you get that second half of the season, really only a couple games left to the regular season and then it really gets going, right? That playoffs, you've got a lot of guys around you who have experienced that, but this will be your first year. Anything they're telling you to kind of help prepare you for that atmosphere?
17: Um, not necessarily. They're just telling me to stay rested more because, I mean, last year we would have already been done by now, and we're not even done with the regular season yet. we still got, what, this is our seventh game, eighth and sixth game. So, I mean, we still got more than five to go. Yeah. Um, I, I It'll be tough because I'm not used to it, but I'll be fine.
0: What are some things so far as a freshman that you've been able to kind of see and learn that you you take with you and try to develop and continue to improve upon moving into the last part of the year?
17: Um, Blocking is a big one because now moving up, you know, I have stronger kids, more fundamental kids. Um, You know, last year I would just go and I'd just try to plow kids. This year, you know, I'm having to fit my hands, I'm having to move my feet, I'm having to drive. Um, That would probably be the biggest thing. Right there. Yeah,
0: absolutely fundamentals and placement becoming even more important right at this level with a lot of skilled players uh, playing bearable and west the last two games i'm sure two tough teams for you guys but great development opportunities for you as well but man you had a you had an impressive game every catch averaging 16 yards a catch you're an automatic first down right now so doing a phenomenal job really really proud of the way you're playing um it's certainly been an honor we're excited about the next couple years from you man uh, It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch.
17: Thank you, thank you.
0: You're very welcome. But uh, yeah, this is Eli Owens, folks. Uh, For those who maybe joined us late, he is our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week. Four catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns tonight. And uh, I'm not sure where the plaque is at the moment. I think it's right here. So yeah, we presented Eli with the player of the game plaque from Smoky Mountain Axe House. We appreciate their support. Here you go, my Thank man. You. Take that with you. And a heck of a ball game. Good job. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back on the headset on 100.9 FM WKVL for the rest of the Po Game Show in just a moment.
9: We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnerships goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at bluntpartnership.com.
10: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
11: that's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome
0: back in as we wrap up the Everton Orthodontics post game show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Before we call this one in. Take you back to the house. We bring Trevor, Dunkle on the headset with us for some final scoreboard updates.
16: Trevor, hey, thank you, Heath. Um, so,
0: like I said, a couple of updates real quick. Uh,
16: we're not the only team done at this point. Normally, um, normally Alcoa, with how fast they play their games, are the first one done, and we're just kind of giving updates at third and fourth quarters, which is mainly what we're going to see with these updates. But West also tonight soundly defeating. Uh, Heritage 56-6. to They're the only other game done so far. Um, so West moving up within uh, that region and getting another region win tonight. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, Greenback is off tonight. Uh, they're looking 2-0 in their uh, region with Coalfield ahead of them 3-0 in the region. So uh, hopefully the, they will uh, win a couple more games and move to the playoffs this year. And then moving to our region, Class uh, 3A Region 2, um, Gatlinburg Pittman had tonight off as well. Um, and then the Northview Academy Cougars traveled to Pigeon Forge, not too far to travel tonight. Um, but Pigeon Forge leading that 17 to 0 in the fourth looks like uh, Pigeon Forge will be moving to 2 and 0 in the region. Um and then Austin East traveled to Union County tonight. So that was close for a while as both teams were knotted at eight. But right before halftime, Austin East scores a touchdown, making it 14 to eight at the half. Um, and then moving on from that, we'll look at uh, Class 3A Region Three, the region with Loudon. Uh, Loudoun hosting the two and four Brainerd pa- Panthers tonight. Loudon seven uh, and zero so far. We thought this game would be. Uh, not even close, but it actually is at halftime. Loudon leading 14-12. to 12. Uh, So uh, we'll have to look out for that game the rest of the night to see if Loudon can continue uh, their, um, uh, their undefeated season. Um, and then moving on from that, uh, we'll look at some more local games. Uh, West Ridge travel to William Blunt tonight, both battling um, in their region. West Ridge is winning that 20-14 in the third. Uh, Maryville hosting Cleveland tonight. That one's getting near the end of the fourth quarter as Maryville leads 42-7. Seymour hosted Greenville tonight. Uh, Both teams having a really good season so far as Greenville is 6-0. Seymour is 5-1, but tonight's not Seymour's night as Greenville leads, leads 56 to 7 at the half I'm um, in the Lenore City down by a touchdown to Carnes as that is uh, Carnes leading 21 to 14 at the half um, one score I know Scott will love to hear as um, Gibbs travel to Scott tonight Gibbs leading that 41 to 6 at half Powell uh, travel to Oak Ridge Powell leading 21 to 7 at the half um, last night, you guys may have seen that Anderson County got their third win of the season against Carter, 48-14. Uh, to 14. Sevier County hosting halls tonight. Sevier County leading that 34-21. to 21. They just got into the fourth quarter. Uh, Farragut looking for their third win tonight as they're defeating Hardin Valley 35-3 to three in the third. Um, Bradley Central st- uh, looking to stay undefeated as they're leading Beard in 21-10 to 10 in the fourth. Um And then Central looking uh, to defeat Cock County tonight, 55-0 in the fourth right now. in um, the last but not least, Kingston uh, looking to get their sixth win of the season as they lead McMinn County, 13-7 in the third.
0: A lot of interesting scores out there. Happy to see Gibbs coming away with what appears to be a victory very soon. Uh, William Blunt, Trevor, another another close game. They had a tough one last week, only losing by seven to Sevier County, um, and they've got another nail-biter with Westridge. Uh, Westridge 3-2 and two this season, William Blunt 1-5. Um, being a newer school, you thought William Blunt might have had some more success, maybe trying to come away with a win, but I don't know. That one's pretty close. Now, with it being 20-14, to 14, William Blunt gets a touchdown and an extra point. They can take the lead, but uh, another tough battle for the Governors.
16: Oh, yeah, and it's a game that William Blunt really needs to win if they want to have any hopes for the playoffs yeah. right now. Uh, both teams are actually sitting 0-2 um, in their region, so one team uh, hopeful obviously is going to get their first win in the region tonight, but uh, you would think at least going 1-2 gives you some sort of hope, but going 0-3 will most likely knock you out for the,
0: the year. Absolutely, So, and hate to see Heritage going down the way they did, 56-6 uh, for West oh, Trevor. Tough loss in double overtime last week to Herida, to uh, excuse me Alcoa. Um, I'm sure for West it was a nice bounce back win for the Rebels as they continue their dominance in 5A. With uh, so we'll see what they're able to do the rest of the season and a lot of other really great scores um, from around the area for sure. Uh, so we appreciate that. Any other big time things to tell us?
16: Well, I was going to mention you were talking about West. Yeah. Uh, they'll be playing Central um, in the next couple of weeks. I can't remember if it's the last game of the season or not, and that looks like it's going to be a really good game as both teams are undefeated in their region. Um, and looking to uh, whoever obviously
0: gets that will most likely take the first position in uh, 3A, Region 3. Well, I would certainly give uh, West the upper hand. West has had a great schedule, and after playing a team like this, we always say playing Tough opponents helps prepare you for later in the year. Iron sharpens iron. And uh so uh if they do win later in the year though, you know, think games like that only make our schedule look better too and, and strengthen ours and show the quality of opponents we're playing. But uh Trevor, thanks so much for those uh, scoreboard updates brought to you by Bliss Air. Thanks so much for everyone tuning into the broadcast tonight. We appreciate it. Uh our dear friend Marty Millsaps, usually the play-by-play commentator on the headset, was out tonight. Hopefully have him back two weeks from now as we are off next week. It is fall break for the boys and for the broadcasters, and we'll certainly take it. Um, It'll be a nice time to rest up and recover, and then we'll get back to it as in two weeks from now, Alcoa will be back home on October 15th, and they will host Union County. Alcoa, the last three weeks of the regular season, will be at home. And um, more than likely, most of the playoffs will as well. But every week, no matter where we're at, you will be able to catch us on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports Radio, or streaming live at WKVLradio.com. For the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week with our two Hype Sports crew, I'm Heath Dunkel with Trevor Dunkel. Adrian Harrell, Scott Dunkel, Dan the Man, Marty Millsaps back at home, and Andy back at the studio saying thanks so much for listening. Your final score, Alcoa 38, Cookful 0. Until next time, so long, good night, and yes, that just happened.